What is good? How's everyone doing? This is the Life of Lucio podcast. This is the one, the only, your host, Telly J. Lucio. Uh, last episode, I talked about how on this episode, I was going to have a guest, but he could not make it. He had an extra jujitsu class scheduled that day that he forgot about. So he, he told me the day before. So I was like, all right, that's cool. So I used that Saturday to kind of just chill, uh, and relax, kind of just catch up on things. But overall, uh, it, it is what it is. I mean, it's kind of, it is a little nerve nerve wracking when you're having a guest over now just because you don't know what about coronavirus you don't know who's got what you you know we're gonna wear masks and all that stuff still it's kind of it's a little it could be a little nervous so it, I, i'm not gonna say it worked out but it is what it is and you know he'll be back he'll be on one day but uh as for this episode i'm just gonna catch you guys up a little bit on what i've been doing for the quarantine or at least lately and yeah, so there was a, so I had surgery uh, about a month and a half ago now, maybe six weeks ago, seven weeks ago almost. And if you really want to hear it, hear about it, you can go to my YouTube page. Uh, what is my YouTube name? I think it's just Coach T. If you go on there, if you go out, look me up on YouTube, you'll find my video where I talk about my surgery in depth, about 15 minute video. And I'm not going to go too much into it uh, on here because I don't want to have to repeat myself, but... Uh, essentially I had to get some veins fixed inside my abdomen area. So I had to shove a tube down my neck, uh, not down my throat, down my neck. And they went in there and they, they, they fixed it all up. But, you know, I was laboring, but it's been about seven weeks now. And when I do some things like yesterday, a buddy and I, we went to a forest preserve area and we we're just walking a lot. And I was really sore. I was really tired. My legs were tired. We walked up and down hills and stuff, but then we, when I was getting tired, my, you know, lower abdomen area was starting to hurt a little bit and I could feel it, you know, I could tell it was from the surgery because they said it's going to take three months to be a hundred percent healed. And it's been, like I said, half of that. So three months is 12 weeks. It's been about six, seven weeks and I feel pretty good. But when I stress, create stress down there in that lower abdomen area, I do feel it. I did some sit-ups. I did some leg raises to get my lower abs when I was at the gym recently and that hurt. I was, I was hurting for like four or five days. I was like, okay, I got relaxed, but yeah, so that was definitely a big thing. I was very afraid to do it. I've had this problem for a few years and I was very afraid to get done just because, you know, you don't want to get, you don't want to get things like that done voluntarily. You'd rather just kind of have it forced, but you know, I had to do it. So I decided to schedule in the middle of a quarantine because I was you know what, screw it. And I'm glad I did it because uh, right now everything's starting to kind of close down again with elective surgeries because they need all hands on deck, so to speak, with COVID. And that's kind of funny, actually. I was looking at the numbers and our hospitaliza- hospitalizations right now. And maybe, I don't know about all the people dying, but our hospitalizations are about equal to what we had in April, I think, when it was a really high spike. But in April, we weren't testing as much. So right now we're getting, you know, there's 10,000 something people a day getting it, getting positive. But at the same time, the hospitalizations, everything's about the same as it was in that first, that's the first time we got hit with it. So you can take that any way you want. I don't know how. I just, it, I thought it was very interesting when I read it. I was like, oh, that, that makes kind of, I mean, not make sense, but it makes, 
it makes things a little different. You know, when you think about it, oh, well, we kind of been through this already. It's just the cases are higher. More people are getting it. And maybe those numbers go up. Maybe the hospitalizations go up. And, you know, that's a very real possibility with all these extra cases they were having. But in terms of the skies falling, I don't know. Uh, it put it into perspective a little bit. I was looking at that. I've been doing a lot of reading because I have a lot of free time. So I read about all this stuff and see what's happening. Um, a couple of my friends have gotten COVID. Uh, let's see. One, two, three, I think. Two immediate friends who are like in my squad basically got it. And I read too that the immunity for the virus is a year to even maybe even a ten a decade, a ten year a ten year possible immunity. And that's gonna be interesting if that's true, because then you know, all these people who have it, all these high case numbers and all this stuff is gonna be kind of a good thing then because all these people are going to be immune and then when the vaccine comes on a few weeks probably another month people are going to be getting feeling good you know and hopefully in the by march we're going to have pretty good numbers very low numbers and then the vaccine just going to keep on you know being uh sent out to people so 2021 i think by this time next year things are 100 percent back to normal i think by the by september of next year things are 100 percent back to normal right at the end of the summer but that's just, you know, 100% like nothing ever happened type of thing. But we'll see. I don't know. Things can always happen. But I'm positive that something, that there'll be some type of change. Uh, other things. So, yeah, two of my immediate friends have had it. Another friend, a teacher friend, she has it. Yeah. It's just weird how it's so contagious. But at the same time, it's not. Because I had another friend who was exposed to it. And he didn't get it. He tested negative. He waited five days after he was exposed. And then he tested for it and he was negative. So he was literally talking with someone who had it, who tested positive a day later, but or two days later or something like that, who he tested, he got tested the day after that. And then four or five days later, it came out that he was positive and my friend was talking to him and everything. So it's just weird how contagious it is, how you can kind of get it and you won't even know it. But at the same time, you can talk to someone who has it without masks on and not get it. It's just the weirdest virus. Maybe it's like that with everything. We just never pay attention to it, you know. We've all talked to people who have a cold, who have the sniffles and, you know, and you're, you know, hugging them, kissing them, wrestling with them, whatever it is, right? You're interacting with them and then you don't get it. And it's like, oh, you know, it's just weird like that. Maybe it's just weird because coronavirus is a very intense thing that we're very focused on. I'm, I, uh, I'm looking at my phone right now. So I have a microphone for yeah, I usually use, but it hasn't been working, so I've been using my phone, right? But then on the last video, I realized the P sound pop. It was like popping a lot because you're supposed to use a pop filter for that. That's a little thingy that's usually on top of the microphones. It's, it makes it it's like soft, spongy looking thing. And I have one I'm on my microphone, so I took it off, and it's it's perfect on the bottom of my phone. So right now it's underneath my phone. So I'm holding my phone, and the it's almost like my phone's on microphone. So if the P's don't sound as bad, thank God. um let me think what else so thanksgiving's this week thanksgiving's gonna be interesting a million people i think they said a million something people travel on friday so a lot of people don't care they're gonna go see their families or whatever for uh for thanksgiving there won't be any football this year no football as in we're not gonna go play football usually we do but uh i think it's being out it's being banned anyways they're gonna i mean i don't know if the cops are actually gonna go through with it but you know, I mean, it's going to be pushed out. 
they're not going to let people do it. But they, if people are playing, I doubt they're going to stop them. But, you know, you shouldn't. I guess you shouldn't just so you don't. You can stay safe. Uh, people uh, are having virtual Thanksgivings, which is setting, is upsetting a lot of people, which I kind of understand. That'd be That's pretty boring. But it just depends on your family. Some families are like, whatever, let's just risk it. Some families are, well, let's do it for the greater good. And some families are right in the middle. Testing beforehand and this, this, and that. It is tricky and it's annoying because we're heading into the winter where we can't just go outside for a jog or or walk around because it's freezing. And we can't just do simple things now to kind of keep ourselves busy like we did during the summer. So we're all going to be kind of locked in, bored as hell. And that's going to be horrible. (laughs) Um, Report cards. I talked about report cards last time. Report cards, I didn't get any parents. I had like two parents come in and they came into mine on accident. I could tell because their face was like, who are you? And they just left. And I was like, all right, cool. Um, this week, yeah, we have two days of work, Monday and Tuesday, and then that's it. So that's pretty cool. Kind of just power through a couple of days, get a nice some nice rest for five days, and then we're back at it for about three weeks, I think. And then, yeah, about three weeks. And then we have Christmas vacation. So it's going to get real interesting here in the next six weeks. Usually November is a pretty easy month for teachers. We usually get at least one day off per week. So that first week we usually have, you know, that Friday where we have first quarter's over and we have to put in grades and the kids aren't there. The following week after that is usually Veterans Day. The week after that is report cards. And then the week after that is depends on how the days are sometimes. Like last year, that that first week was like the third or second, that Friday. And then the following week, we had, we might have had a full week. And then the week after that, we had Veterans Day, so we had a Monday off. Then the week after that, we had um, report cards. So I think we had Veterans Day and report cards in the same week. The week after that was a full week, but PE teachers, we have a convention that week. So we usually go Thursday and Friday. So we only have a three-day week. So Thursday, Friday, we have a convention we go to. And then the following week after that is Thanksgiving. So usually November is a pretty awesome month for teachers. And, you know, it's my birthday month, so that's cool too. And then March is usually the opposite. There are usually no days off in March. There's always a month either March or April. We have no days off. It's just full work, 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 work. And last year I was complaining about it a lot. And we ended up being shut down and everything. So that was cool. So I'm never going to complain about March again. But March 16th will be forever known as Coronavirus Day because that was our last day of school before we went on this hiatus or whatever you want to call it. Um, What else do I want to talk to you guys about? Let's see. I talked to some of my old students. I see them on Mondays and Wednesdays. I didn't see them last Wednesday because we have report cards, so I'll see them tomorrow, Monday. They're awesome kids. Um, oh, so I was driving down the street. And I'm trying to think of something funny to tell you guys. I was just driving down the street, and I was going. I was in like a a suburb neighborhood, I guess. And I was going about 25 miles per hour down the street, which is not too bad. And there's a there's a lady crossing the street, but she was far enough where I didn't have to slow down. I can still go 25, and and I'm not gonna run her over. So I did, you know. And, I, and as I was going, she was just like staring at me, like, "How dare you?" She's looking at me this dirty look, like, "How dare you go that fast when I'm crossing the street around here?" And I could, it's a suburb area, so I can assume that 
people don't drive like that. But in the city, it's like we're going twenty five thirty down these side streets, bro. We got places to go, you know, people to, to see, things to do. So I thought that was pretty funny. I was like, "Lady, don't even don't even start with me. I'll, I'll honk at you." <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. Oh, here's one thing. I've also put this on my videos. I think I don't know if I did it. It might be on my Instagram, my coach's Instagram actually. But I've been working on a movie script something i do for fun i read these books called save the cat and they kind of tell you how to write a movie and do all this cool stuff so that's something that i've been doing so i created a board literally like a big foam board or like a yeah just like a board and on the board it's divided in four sections act one act two act two and act three so two act two is the first half and the second half and then act one and act three and each act has ten scenes and each scene is denoted on a index card so you have to create an index card you have to write what the scene is you know what is the point of it and then you're gonna write you know the character or whatever and then you're gonna write the plus minus which is or the plus minus minus plus using every scene you ever watch whoever the scene is about the main character of that scene who may not enter you might not see right away but that person comes in with one emotion and leaves with the opposite. So whenever something good happens at the beginning of a scene, something bad is going to happen at the end of the scene. Something bad happens at the beginning, then something good might happen at the end. So they might be sad in the beginning, but have some hope at the end of that two or three or four minute scene. It's just, I guess that's just the thing. I didn't know that was a thing. So I was like, all right, that's cool. So I had to write 40 scenes. It took me a while. I got them all on, on index cards and I put the index cards on the on the board and then... You got to write. So you have an index card that's guiding you and you have to kind of write pages. So, you know, you have to start from, you have to make sure after you, you put them all on the board, you have to make sure everything makes sense. It flows. There's, you know, callbacks. Things are all paid off. Like anything you mentioned earlier that you want to pay off in the end, you have to make sure it is paid off. So you do all that and then. Once you're ready to write, you actually open up your laptop and write your script. You have the movie in your head pretty much. And then you have to make sure you hit all the page marks. So, for instance, the first, uh, the first, they say on page 12, you're supposed to have a catalyst. So around the 12, 13, 14 minute mark of a movie, maybe even 15 mark, 15 minute mark is when there's a, something happens, you know, the phone call, the, you, you know, someone's family died, someone gets broken up with, you know, something happens to get the, the movie rolling, basically. Because the first, f- the first four, or I think it's like, yeah, the first, no, f- first three or four pages, or three or four note cards are your setup, where you set your movie up, you set up the world, you show every character somehow, or every, or every character is at least mentioned, uh, ticks, things they like to do, words they like to say, and which is pretty hard. <laughs> you got to set the world up. And then there's a catalyst on page 12. And then uh, after the catalyst, from the, after that, from page whatever to page 25. So from page 12 to page 25 is your debate. You have some type of debate going on with your characters and they have to settle through that. And at the end of the debate, there is the break into act one or break into act two which is on page 25 where the character has to decide whether they want to leave the old world, which is all of act one. That's the old world, you know? So they get the phone call like, Oh, Hey, you know, your father died. And then act two is, do I go, do I do this? I haven't, I don't even know my dad. Do I go see him? And then they, you know, that's kind of the whole act two 
you know, with other things in there. And then at the end of act, at the end of act one, I'm sorry, I was saying act two, but the end of act one, they, they have to make that decision. They have to do it voluntarily. The, the hero of the story has to voluntarily jump into the, into act two and do it on their own. They can't be shoved. They can't be tricked. It's like, okay, I'm willing to go do this. I need to go see this through. So that's page 25. And then you basically, the next part is the fun and games, which is all of all the cool stuff or all the stuff that your movie's about is actually going to happen. So this is where in horror movies, people start to die a little bit or, you know, hide and seek movies or there's, you know, hide and seek superhero movies or some fight, cool fight scenes. You know, the, the plot of the story doesn't move forward up until the midpoint, which is the last card of act two, which is where something happens. It's usually something good happens, but it's a false win or something bad happens. It's a false uh, fail so a false victory or false failure so something where they feel like oh, all right i completed it and then you realize eh, maybe you didn't and then that's page 55 so all these pages are marked and you have to make sure when, as you're writing that it all fits together and you might finish writing all this and you look down you're like, oh man i didn't get to page 55 or overdid it i have to take some out and then the midpoints of 55 then the next half the next 30 pages from 55 to 85 are your uh, at second half of Act Two, where the bad guys close in, this is where the fun and games are over, and now the villain, the villains, or whatever the bad thing is in this movie, starts to creep up on the heroes, and they're fighting, and they're they're failing, and they're just trying to to keep their head above water. And then right towards the end is the all is lost. You've probably seen this. Think of your favorite movie. Think of any movie, and you've seen this before. The all is lost is a death usually, or literally, or fatally, someone or something dies at this point. Almost every movie, like every movie has it. Uh, if you think of your favorite movie towards right towards the end of the movie where they lose everything, they, you know, they say something they're not supposed to, you know, if it's a love story, you know, they tell the person off, the person leaves and they didn't mean to, or they get caught cheating or they did something in the beginning of the movie. Now it comes back around right at the end when things are going good. You're like, oh, they're going to be happily ever after. And then, oh yeah, but he was actually seeing this other girl or he, he forgot to tell the other girl something. And it comes back and bites him in the butt. So that's the uh, all is lost, and then after that's a dark night of the soul, where he he the, or the hero or heroine, whatever the hero is, walks around in a dark night of the soul. Like why had God why had God forsaken me? Is what the guy says in the book, where he tries to figure it out, and then break into Act Three is where he figures uh, the hero figures it out, usually with the help of the B story, which is the love story of the movie. It could be you know romantic love or you know a bromance or whatever. They figure it out. Uh, again, it's called the B stories. It's kind of like not the A story, but it's the B stories, the little love story that carries the theme of the movie. And then the eighty—that's page eighty-five. And then right after eighty-five is when all when the finale happens. That's the last half of the movie when the hero has to use everything from Act One and everything from Act Two, so the old world and the new world to figure out the solution for Act Three. And that's when they usually do that. And then the last page is the. The last thing is the closing image. Is whatever the opening image was of the movie, it's the opposite of some sort. So yeah, I know I was a lot, but that's what I've been doing. So I've been writing all that down, and I'm on page like 80 right now of my script, and I will go more into it when I finish it. But I'm on page 80, so I'm almost to. I just finished the all is lost moment, and I just was writing about an hour ago, so I got to the all is lost where everything bad happens to the, the main character is actually there's two main characters there's one main character but there's two characters that have this moment so i made that happen so the next part is the dark night of the soul where they have to walk around and you know feel sorry for themselves and kind of just whatever 
things slow down and then they're gonna they're gonna f- talk to someone to help them figure out their answers and then the finale is the finale which i'm excited to write but it's hard you just want to get to the good parts but you got to make sure you're writing everything and it's a funny movie so it's kind of hard to write funny because you you just you th- most funny things kind of just happen but when you have to write it and can like pull it out of thin air it's challenging but it's also interesting to see how people find things funny so that's what i've been up to that's what i've been trying to stay busy with i've been reading a little bit more uh what did i just finish reading so i'm putting my shoes on oh let's see i just finished reading where is it the psychology of money uh, i was recommended that by uh, a coworker from my old school he said it was pretty good so i read it, it was a really interesting read I will probably read it again. It's in one of those books I have to read multiple times. Uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. It's a classic, How to Talk to People. I just finished that one. And right now I'm reading, it's called Cry Like a Man. It's supposed to, exactly what it sounds like about guys dealing with their emotions and stuff. Uh, I was recommended it by a friend, so I'm going to read that one. And I have another one about the, uh, the nose, how your nose works and stuff and all this, these things. And then I have one called The Dry. It's a fictional book. Yeah, that's what I've been doing to stay busy. Lately, not working out as much because I've been lazy, but I'll get back on that. But overall, I'm surviving. I'm hanging in there, trying to stay busy, trying to improve on things. I miss all my kiddos. I miss all my old ones from my old school. I miss my job. I miss a lot of things. But, you know, there's nothing we can do about it. So you kind of just have to roll with the punches. Uh, I was going to do the What's Trending. I really was. But I have it on my phone. So I would have to open up my laptop. I really didn't want to do that. So uh, I try to remember off the top of my head about the coronavirus stuff. That's usually what's trending anyways right now. And it's football Sunday. So all football stuff's trending. And my fantasy team is pissing me the hell off. So I really don't want to think about that. (laughs) But uh, that's it for today, guys. Uh, If you... Uh, if you want to support, please listen, share. Also, um, go on. I have my YouTube page. I haven't really posted lately, so I've been really lazy. But I'm try really trying to stick stay out of that. That's why I want to produce this content today. So, uh, watch the uh, my YouTube page. I have different stories, different things on there. Also, on my Instagram is uh, at coach underscore wait for it underscore t. That's my coach's Instagram, and then my YouTube page is Coach T. And yeah, and then obviously Life with Lucio podcast. I'll be having some cool stuff planned for the next year, but I'm going to keep this going. Hopefully next week I get some, maybe one of my personal friends or someone to come on by and just kind of shoot the breeze and tell us what they've been what they've been doing to go through it. Um, I've been talking a couple, I was texting a friend right now. We're talking about, you know, he's talking about how dating and stuff's been really hard for you know, with the pandemic and everything, I mean, that's a whole another can of worms. So that's something else that I probably will dive into with some people. But uh, as for now, that's it, guys. Thanks for listening. I'll see you guys later. And this has been a day in the life with Lucille podcast. Deuces.